This is your video cast for January 4th, 2021. And for so many months, what have we heard? 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. It's been burrowed into our minds. Just this, I wouldn't call great it- Great year. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't call it a great year. I was going to say, Derek, I wouldn't call it a famous year. It was more of an infamous year. It became 2020. What really was for my generation of people, I'm 38 years old, kind of our 1968, hopefully our once in a lifetime, I guess if somebody was alive in 1968 and now they're saying this is not once in a lifetime, I'm hoping this is a once in a lifetime year, uh, unlike any other. So there's been this sort of feeling that we would never get out of 2020. It would always be 2020. It would never come to an end. So it is refreshing as I was sitting down, Derek, and kind of making my notes for this video cast, to actually have that year behind us. Now, we all know things did not magically get better at midnight this past week when the calendar flipped on December 31st. But like I said, as I was kind of pinning my notes for this 20, 2021 kickoff video cast, that stood out to me, Swab. Just that, that teeny tiny little victory that we don't have to say anymore, it's 2020. Yeah, 20. 21's like new year, new me. You say that every single year. <laughs> but it really people, this people year, are yeah. saying they're going to the gym usually on these new years. <laughs> but uh yeah, cannot wait. And it's just crazy. It felt like you're in a dream. Yes. Where we're already back in Arizona, which feels like it wasn't a long time ago, but it actually and was like the earliest parts of COVID were Arizona yeah, so last I, year. So Time is just hard to explain, I guess. Well, I am Michael Rigsby. Inside. Time is a flat circle, as our good friend Tim Truex always says. I'm Michael Rigsby inside the Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing Studios alongside Derek Kessinger, who you've already seen, as we kick off our season in a month of January that is really unlike anything I've ever been involved in from a broadcasting perspective, Suave. I've always said this is my favorite time of year, period. It's just there's a magic um, – yeah, I'm going to stick with magic. There's a magic to January and February is the entire racing world turns its eyes west to Arizona or south to Georgia and Florida. And, you know, I, I am, I just, I truly, I have an excitement. I think part of it, we didn't have Gateway and we did not have PRI this year, but I have such a genuine excitement about the next 35 days, Derek. What, what, what is it about this time of year for you? Because I know you love it too. There's this magic and specialness to Speed Weeks and the and the the spring training that is the Wild West Shootout, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, well, I'm uh, looking out the window right now, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's like 25 degrees, five or six inches of snow and ice <laughs> on the ground, and so I'm ready to head to Arizona, or you guys, Arizona. I'll be at Speed Weeks. You got the warm weather. You got great racing. You got those storylines that kick off 2021. Um, it's hard to say, by the way, 2021. It is, there it we is. go. It's 2020. January yeah. and February always gets me pumped up because we're racing consecutive days, and you know I'm a summer nationals guy, so I like racing consistently. Not a big time office in the you know shop or studio, but. Also, I feel like you love it so much because the Wild West Shootout is like a very special place in your heart because I feel like that was the broadcast that kind of turned the corner for Duran. Yeah. I know we did the 2010 one at Cedar Lake, but this was the one in January. All eyes were on it. Well, Aaron, and, that, and I think you, you hit on something there. Yes, the Wild West Shootout will always be very special to me for a hundred reasons, but there, what I like is half the country, or I even say three quarters of the country, is not racing at all, right? Like, Tennessee North basically is not running, and Louisiana West, in essence, other than Arizona, is not racing. So there's something really cool about the entire world collectively watching the same thing. That's why I always say television used to be so much cooler 
they, they would call it water cooler discussion because you'd watch an episode of Friends or Seinfeld and you'd all go to the office on Monday and 30 million people had watched this thing and it gave you something collectively to rally around. And that's what I think Arizona and Florida are, Derek. The entire world watches these things and there's not a lot of other events all year where you get this. And even when you go to Florida, we have the drive home and so much interaction because everybody is on their computers, on their TVs, watching that race because they're virtually all live now. That's right. So people just want to know our reactions, drivers' reactions, just the craziness that happens at Speed Weeks in Arizona. I cannot wait. And by the way, I'll be in Florida for 31 consecutive days. <laughs> Usually it's only like 18, 19 days, but with the expansion of it, it's going to be it's kind of bizarre and crazy I'll be down there. To a state that's like wide open, sunny weather, I can go golf, and it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Your travel schedule and mine, I will head to Arizona, be there for 13 or 14 days. I've got a three or four day break. Fly to Florida, I think, for another eighteen. And this is like a tenth of the stuff we have coming up, too. I know. Just these two events. You know what? (laughs) Dustin McCarty sitting over here, uh, switching things right now. He will start throwing that up. I wanted to show you guys. I know we're always promoting ourselves. I used to call it shameless plugs on the old late model live, but our next thirty plus days is absolutely incredible. So, Dustin, help me out here and let's walk through this. This is what we've got coming up. First of all, live coverage on Flow Racing. Remember, all of our live stuff is on Flow Racing now. Nothing on Dirt on Dirt. Dirt on Dirt still has the highlights and the coverage. The live stuff is on Flow. Starting with the Wild West Shootout, Derek. We are five days away from the first event on Saturday. Every single lap of Arizona and the Wild West Shootout is live. But don't forget, simultaneously this weekend, we also have Ice Bowl coverage live. That you to be sort of the kickoff to the season until Arizona really started ramping up, Derek. But that big Talladega 24 class event down there kicks off. It is one of the Michael Page every year. Hour. Michael Page. Has Page won four in a row? Is I, that right? I think he has, but I think he's retired like four times since then, too, and came back. So who knows? But he's always dominant there at Talladega. And it's always like, like you said, it kicked off with Arizona. It's always that day race, and then we. So, I mean, sometimes enjoy, but yeah, it's so a good start. If you're a late for model fan, you've got the Wild West Shootout live. You've got the Ice Bowl live. And don't forget, our Speed Weeks coverage also kicks off the weekend after. Don't forget this year, Volusia, January 14th through the 16th, kicks off Speed Weeks. And I wanted to show this again. We have won awards for our Speed Weeks coverage in the past. It is, it is unlike any level of coverage we do on anything else. Our entire crew is down there. And every day from Volusia on, you'll get Speed Weeks Minute the race day report, heat highlights, Lucas Oil heat highlights return this year, Derek. I'm breaking a little bit of news right here. Lucas and us, been a great relationship we're working on with Lucas. The heat highlights will be back this year. Feature highlights, interviews with the top 10 every night, our very famous drive home segment on Facebook where we sit in the van and, and a thousand And you have no idea what's going to happen. It's night. unscripted TV. Shelton Sidebites, of course, Ben does these incredible one-on-one interviews with guys. Derek doing one lap, one beer. Do you know what tracks and what drivers yet? You're I am doing? getting Brandon Overton on there this year, but I will not release my other guests. Okay, so. I like that. And, of course, the very famous crew diary as well. Uh, Tim Truex, who puts that incredible crew diary Uh, together for Speed Weeks, and much, much, much more from Speed Weeks. That kicks off January 14th, 15th, and 16th from Volusia. And Derek, as if that all wasn't enough, don't forget, Flow Racing is now the home for the Chili Bowl. We just finished our coverage of the Tulsa Shootout. We will have live coverage all the way up all week long to the CB and A main, which can be found on MAV TV Live. Great our great friends and partners at Mav TV, but we have virtually every single lap of the Chili Bowl. Derek, did you get to watch the Tulsa shootout at all? It was pretty damn Yeah, there's a guy named Kinzer Bloomquist that <laughs> competed, so I thought that was hilarious. So we had two legendary names in one, so that was pretty cool. And I, I feel like I say this all the time, and I'm not so sure I'm doing it for anybody but me, but if you're just casually sitting back and saying, you know, I am a fan of dirt late model racing, this is... 
what you get, Derek, if you if you were take yourself back to 19 or 20-year-old, 18-year-old Derek Kessinger, and you came to the website Dirt on Dirt during Speed Weeks or Flow Racing and all the live coverage they have now, it it's a buffet, a smorgasbord. It's almost too good for everybody, quite yeah, honestly. Yeah, I was just jacked up when we just had the regular highlights, race day, and recap, but now we're adding so much stuff. I love doing the crew diary and helping out Tim yeah. Churex. I love getting the post-race reactions from it, and we're actually bringing back Turbo's group. They are actually taking a GoPro and making whatever. How many miles is that, DMAC? Yeah, and McCarty, you're making the trip from Arizona to Florida, the same as Tyler Urb is. It's like, and, and, I just say a zillion miles it's yeah, so far. It's 30 hours in a car, so it's probably 34 in uh, the toter and camper. So. And, and, unless I'm mistaken, Tyler. So Tyler Urb will be the crew diary again. We're giving him the a GoPro. GoPro and they're going to gonna do the Arizona. journey on the way there. <laughs> so those guys in 40 hours in a toter with Randall Edwards, of course, a star in the making. <laughs> Rockin' Randall. How many cheeseburgers is he going to have on that oh, trip? Oh, I want a cheeseburger dinger. Ding, ding. Yes, we need one. There we go, Turbo. When we talk to him later, we'll let him know that. Yeah, so that'll be exciting. It's just, you can see, I am genuinely, I'm. this is not me bullshitting you. I love this time of year. Uh, it has meant so much to our website in my career, January and February. I hope all of you at home are excited about the coverage we have. And if, remember, if you're a DOD subscriber, Derek, you can watch Chili Bowl now too. It's just You're going to need a lot of TVs. Now people are going to get pissed at us because they don't have enough devices to use it. We need all the devices <laughs> you get. Of course, you cannot get to all the coverage I'm talking about, the middle and the end and the, in East Bay and all that, without starting at the beginning. And that is this week. The headliner this week, of course, is the Wild West Shootout. The kicks off this coming weekend out in Arizona, Arizona, and arguably, Derek, I think you may disagree a little bit, but I think it might be the best field in the history of the event. We're going to talk to Tyler Herb later in this show about Arizona, and Derek, I wanted to throw up, uh, DMAC, throw that roster up. These are sort of the top expected entries, guys that we know are coming this week. Turbo, yeah, we have some breaking news as well, but let's read the list first. Turbo, Shirley, Gordy, Ricky Thornton Jr., Moyer, Fager, Bo Simpsons, Pierce, Jimmy Mars, Jonathan Davenport announced this week he's coming out there in Mike Marler. And we just found out today, Derek, Lance Lance Landers. I've done that twice now. Not Lance. His son, Jared, Jared Landers. Jared Landers. Jared Landers competing in the Wild West. Leave this up, McCarty, while we talk about it. The finale of this race also pays $25,000 to win now. There's a couple rosters that rival this, but either way, this is damn good. And first off, how much did Gordy pay you to put him on this list? You know, top entrance. <laughs> it was a uh, cool. You didn't put 100. Trevor? Come on. No, Trevor. No, no that Trev. was great. I think it's up there, but I think 2011, top to bottom, was just a tad better. You also don't have the best driver on the planet who was there last yeah. year. But the guys you're replacing who are running the World of Outlaws because they have to go to Volusia, you're replacing them with guys like Tyler Erb, guys like, let's see here, Jason Fager, Gordy Gundaker, Mike Marler. So you're replacing guys that are leaving with stout guys. You just don't have Brandon Shepard, but 2011 was a little bit better, but it's still going to be fun. Nonetheless, and get this, six different winners in six nights. That's your prediction. It. Wow, I think so it's just such an even playing field. Zero bonus money would be paid out. Of course, three wins is 10, four is 25, five is 100, and six would be 250. You're saying not a dollar of nope. Kaiser manufacturing. Six different winners. Okay, all right. Six different winners. You see, uh, that 11 field might have been better, Derek, but this is deeper. Yeah. I think this is a little, all right. field, you're little the, bit little You're bit the deeper, late model right? guru, so. Oh, no. I know, we're going to talk. Uh, uh, I want to talk about this too. So simultaneously, while this event's going on, and we're going to have Ben Shelton on here in a second to discuss this. Volusia kicks off the 14th, 15th, and 16th. 
I'm not downplaying Volusia. Um, I think some people are thinking, well, you're not broadcasting Volusia. We will be there for highlights, of course, so you can watch Volusia live on Dirt Vision. Um, that Volusia roster, I thought it might suffer a little bit, but it's sneaking up there a little bit now. I see Owens, of course, is going and Madden's going. We're going to have simultaneously two pretty badass late model events happening. And, I mean, if Jimmy Owens wasn't going to go this year, then he would have been crazy after finishing off with three wins there last year. It's uh, It's speed weeks. People are just used to going down to Florida and Georgia for so many years. Yeah, it's starting earlier, but people want to get down there. And if they can't come to Arizona, these guys don't have an offseason. They say they need time off like Brian Shirley. He says it every single year, but he races the most out of anybody. So people just love to race. And I think which how crazy 2020 was, this many people racing this early in the season, it's a good sign. Yeah, and I wanted to do a little more than just Derek and I to chat about this because Derek and I could go on for an hour. Ben Shelton will be on the call all week in Arizona as the voice of the Wild West shootout. Benji joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline. Ben, we are four or five days out now from the Wild West shootout. This is a simple question to start. How you feeling? <laughs> I, I think relieved is the word that best describes how I'm feeling as we start this week. You know, as you know well, our team literally preps for this event 12 months a year, and then it really kicks up those seven months leading up to the event. So to know that it's finally coming to fruition this week, and that's a great feeling. And, and with so many new racers and fans coming, it's got me fired up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know people get tired of listening to here saying we're tired. But we've all been tired. But you know what? Waking up this week, I got a little pep in my step today to start a new week and get ready for the Wild West shootout. How does this thing, it is so many thousands of miles away from everything, right? And people don't understand our team that works on this event, and I include us, our broadcasting team as part of that. It is hard to keep the momentum up for an event this far away. You know, We're 2,000 miles from anything out in Arizona. How, how do we keep sustaining this level of momentum for this event? Um, it, it's not easy, is it? And how do we keep doing it? But, you know, there's certain events we talk about in racing where the experience is as big a draw as the racing itself. And, and man, that's just what this is. Um, you know, it's in a part of the country that most people don't usually get a chance to visit. I know Johnny Stokes called me earlier. He's headed out there, and he's got Joe Abels Jr., his right-hand man for Magnolia Motor Speedway, helping this year. But he's also got Eddie Rickman, the legendary late model racer from Mississippi. And he said those guys had never really been out there and all they could talk about. And I thought about Jimmy Owens the first time he went out there. Man, these mountains sure do look different than they do out in, you know, <laughs> in Tennessee. So, you know, it is. It's a different area, and that's a big draw. It's January, but the weather's usually fantastic. I mean, knock on wood, this extended forecast, we're talking temps around 70. Um, you know, there's a lot to see and do when you aren't at the track. You know, you get the Grand Canyon, the Superstition Mountains, a lot of scenic beauty. The, you know, the open-air restaurants are fantastic. And then the event, the event itself, it's just so unique with arguably the most eclectic films that you'll find anywhere every se each season, and that's in all three divisions. For the first time ever, it's not just the Ice Bowl running, Ben, on top of Arizona, uh, but Volusia is happening the exact same time, and Derek and I were just talking about it. How should, how should we view the world that it appears both of these events, and I, I calculated this exactly, Derek, you wanted to know, I had the number, 2,114 <laughs> miles away from each other, Really without any issues. Volusia's going to have a nice field. Arizona's going to have a really nice field. You know the Ice Bowl is going to have with it. How, how do we view the world that Volusia and Arizona can happen simultaneously and both seem to be doing pretty good? Well, I think you kind of said it there. And look, if I'm being honest here, I've got a vested interest in the Wild West shootout, so I'm obviously less than pleased that Volusia had <laughs> three days on, on top of our event. Agreed. But you know what? It is, it is what it is. And, you know, Volusia's going to have a diverse, strong field of cars. 
in Arizona, we're arguably going to have our most diverse and talented field we've ever had. We'll see when we finally get there. We know who's coming, but if we've learned anything about Arizona, sometimes you get there the first day and you're like, holy hell, look who just pulled in the pit gate. So, you know, there's a lot of strength and for both events. You know, both are going to ultimately be great shows. And I, and I think, honestly, it speaks volumes to where our sport is right now and how we continue to be one of the entertainment avenues that's been able to operate and thrive despite the challenges of the pandemic. You and I will be in Arizona while Speed Weeks is starting. Derek is going to spearhead our coverage from Volusia. He's missing. It was eight years, Derek, the first time you yes. missed Arizona in eight so years. so sad, Benjamin. Right? National championships, casinos, so all this good you stuff. You and I will be in Arizona um, while Speed Weeks is starting. Derek heads to Volusia. We join him then at Alltech. I wanted to talk a little Speed Weeks because we won't get a chance to preview it before. Give me two or three Speed Weeks uh, things we need to be looking for as we as Derek heads to Florida before us, and then we. I like to say Speed Weeks doesn't technically kick off till Alltech, but we're giving it the designation. Ben, what's two or three things we need to look at? Well. Check me down, as this is like an exhibition game to start the year down there. I know it's the first three World of Outlaw Points event, but I, I'm kind of like you. I think when we wrap things up at Volusia, that, that that's Speed Week, in my mind. And look, you can split hairs all day. They're, it's, they're all going to be great shows. Um, Jimmy Owens, man, you know, after a banner year last year, can he hit the ground running again this year? We see it so many times in our sport where a guy is the year just white hot, and you're like, well, this guy's going to set him on fire. And then he goes through Speed Weeks and has every imaginable thing go wrong. So, you know, you look at him last year, he ended Speed Weeks with three straight wins at Volusia. Hey, there's a pretty damn good chance he could have three straight wins there next week with the way that team's running. Um, you know, but, you know, it's a new year. And how big of an impact will it or won't it be without Cody Mallory as part of that team? So we'll see how that shakes down. Uh, you know, Ricky Thornton Jr., you know, what uh, injection of excitement this guy's bringing into dirt late model racing. You know, he had limited super late model starts in 2020, but he was spectacular when he was in there, and he won some big races. Now he begins his first full season of super late model action, tackling the Lucas Oil Tour. You know, he's going to come and get the, the bug shook down out of that SSI motorsports car out in Arizona. Then he's going to head to Speed Week. Can he win at Speed Weeks? I think he can, and no doubt there's going to be a lot of eyes on him as well. And last but not least, Ricky Weiss. You know, Ricky's coming out of the gate with this newly designed car, and that team has a lot of confidence, and they got a lot of talent, obviously. He's another one. Can he hit the ground running with a new car at a demanding Volusia Speedway Park? That's going to be a big question. He's been up and down there in the last few years. If he can build momentum out of the gate, though, I think it could set the tone easily for a double-digit win season this year for the Canadian racer. Ben, one thing, and this is sort of off my notes here uh, that I didn't send you or Derek before. We talked about East Bay has five years left, right, last year. Well, now we're down to four years left this year. And and four, uh, not only is four one less than five guys, uh, but four doesn't sound like that many, right? Like when you start to get down there, like – I think we all need to start value. Derek, I'll kind of start with you on this before Ben answers. It, like we need to start valuing, really valuing East Bay because four is not a lot of years left. That's you know? 20, 24 shows. Twenty four shows, and there could be a potential rain out, so you could maybe get to less than twenty four. It could be down to twenty. It's just the way the racing has been there the last few years. It's unbelievable, and they just keep producing here. Great racing, great moments. I feel like that is Speed Weeks that whole week when you just see banana slide jobs, banana crashes, close finishes, Shepard and other guys starting 18th and winning. It's just it's kind of crazy to think about four more years, 24 races. Let's just hope these final four are awesome. Yeah, Ben, and just Ben, not only that, but just the different schedule of Speed Weeks, right? Like our our body clocks are going to be off, Benji, starting at Alltech. Our first race day will be at Alltech for the first time in how many years? And I'm sure we'll comment on that on race day, Ben, that day. <laughs> 
But no, absolutely. And, you know, I think it makes the sting of East Bay going away that much more when you think about Speed Weeks 2.0 last year and, you know, the Lucas Oil Series went back down there and had several more really good shows. And you're like, oh, my God, you know, this track is it races as good as anywhere in America right now. And, oh, by the way, we're going to lose it in four years. I mean, that's <laughs> I the most racing thing ever. Well, you know, we get something where it's just a must-see TV. Um, I think it's going to be interesting this year. I know, you know, Florida's, I think they've been pretty light on restrictions down there. And I think between what we've seen from East Bay the past few years, the, 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 the hunger people have for racing and also, you know, the clock being on for the final race there, I think it could be interesting to see just how packed that place may be come, uh, you know, February. Some of the best memories of my life are with Derek and you and the rest of our team during these two months. I said it earlier in the show, there's this, this magic about January and February. So much of the country, if you look outside our window, like Derek said, it's just an icy, win- <clears throat> icy winter wonderland out there. I know we're all tired, like you said, but I, I, am, I am excited for what I think are going to be the first steps in getting things in the racing world back in order. I am. It seems like you're sharing that excitement with me as well. The magic, the feeling of January and February, despite all that's gone on in the world. This is excited as I've heard me and you talking about racing in a while. Is that fair to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. And think about this. I, I was looking, I was working on the notes. The, you, you obviously went out there before me. You and Todd would go out there. This will be my 10th year that I start the, the year down at, and wow. out in Arizona. And, um, you know, it, you're right. We're definitely all pretty tired right now, but I'm ready to get things going this week. And, and I do feel like, well, again, you know, we're not going to paint a rosy picture. We got some challenges in front of us in the next, you know, let's say several months. I feel like every day we creep back toward normalcy a little bit. And, you know, every year when I get out to Arizona, I get off that airplane and I smell that desert air and I feel <laughs> that warmth in my skin and it gets me energized. And you're like, all right, let's do this. And, you know, I think you and I did the math the other day, and between Arizona Speed Weeks, we're getting ready to be on the road together 36 to 39 days. (laughs) You better love me. (laughs) I figure, yeah, I figure in that time we're either going to make some great memories or kill each other, maybe both. Hell, who knows? We've been both to doing both both times, Ben. We've almost killed each other and made incredible memories. Uh, Derek, go <laughs> yes, ahead. Sir. And Ben, Michael is telling me about the car counts this weekend in all three divisions. As you know, helping out the event, when's it like time to like reassess this when you have potentially 80 cars in all three what divisions? What are you calling for a cap on cars in Arizona? <laughs> I promise you Chris Kearns is not going for that. Well, I know that, but <laughs> it's just crazy to see just how much how many cars go out there more and more every single year. Oh, close to 60 late models. It's it's getting pretty crazy out there. Well, it is, and I think a big part of it, there's a lot of first-timers coming. And look, let's not, let's not split hairs. Some of these guys coming are because, you know, the Outlaws have their races. They know there's no Shepard, yep. Weiss, no Young Hands, and Dillard. But we filled in, the, you know, the, look, you know, with the way Shepard's been the past few years, you're not gonna, you're not gonna just straight fill him in. But all of a sudden, you add guys like Davenport into the fold, and now Ricky Thornton Jr., you know, with guns blazing, is coming in. And you know what? I, I, let's just go ahead and let's throw some because I haven't get worn out on. All right, how many drivers do y'all have? So here's the deal: we don't have a true pre-entry list because guys don't enter until they get there. But they contact us. We have verbals. At this point in time, on Monday, January 4th, we have 61 different super late model drivers that have told us they're going to race at least one night. We have 74 modified (laughs) drivers that say they're going to race at least one night, and we have 41 ex-mod drivers that tell me they're going to race at least one night. I mean, this still has got something for everybody, and all three of these divisions are stacked up. 
Uh, I've been working on my announcing notes like crazy. I know Dustin Jarrett's been working on his, and Jason Carter's been doing the X mods this year. Really excited to have Jason as part of the the crew this year. So yeah, I mean it's uh it is a lot, Derek. But you know what, man? Give it to me. Let's you know if if there's a crew that can do it, Kelly Carlton and Matt Curl heading up the race directing and everything. We're gonna make it happen. Good problem to have, that's for sure. In the words of Bart Scott, can't wait. I think he said 71 mods, but he might have cut out. I think he cut out when he said 71. I think you, just re- you, were re- <laughs> you were refusing to hear the 70s for mods. Uh, Benji, uh, thank you so much for hopping on. Be, I'm looking at my thing now. Landis, how about 48 hours? You and I will be seeing each other in about 48 hours in the Phoenix airport. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for everything, all your help with the event, and I'll see you soon, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. See you soon. Bye. Derek, we're going to have Tyler Herb coming up later in the show to talk about Arizona, too. But I wanted to hit some Arizona trends first, some trends that you see and you pick up. Our great statistician, Andy Savory, picked up for us before uh, before we hop to a commercial break. Uh, let's throw those up there, DMAC. Uh, look at these Wild West shootout trends that have developed over the last uh, several years. Uh, Brandon Shepard's last 18 Wild West shootout events, four wins, Derek, 17 top fives, including 14 in a row. And of those 18 starts, all 18. We're inside the top 10. His worst finish was eighth. Derek, so why do we tell you that about Shepard? Because he will not be there. So (laughs) it opens the door, leaves the window open for other guys to make a move finally. Previously winless, (laughs) speaking of Shepard, Illinois drivers, Derek, have 10 wins in the last 13 features, but Shepard is four of those also out of there. So 40% of that win total is gone, Derek. Derek, we tell you that. Why? Because Illinois is the best state for racing, <laughs> and Brandon Shepard won't be there. Surely has three of those wins also. Correct. Excellent. Excellent follow-up. And finally, since this was an interesting statistic to me that Andy found. Since 2005, a driver has won consecutive events in every year except 13 and 14. I'm sure Billy Moyer makes up a lot of those, but somebody's gone back-to-back very regularly, Derek. Yeah, last year he had Shirley and Shepard that 2016 year. When J.D. was going for it, I think he won two or three. Yep. Don O'Neill won two or three. So you're always seeing guys figure out something at these tracks and get hot and get multiple wins in a row. But, yeah, Billy Moyer, he's decent out. <laughs> I mean, he's decent everywhere he goes. Uh, speaking of Billy Moyer, and this, I'm glad you said that before we transition to the bomb Chevy Buick uh, graphic. Billy Moyer is the winningest driver in Arizona history. He's also the winningest driver in East Bay and Volusia history. And that's something we did not bring up in poor intake. <laughs> Me and Billy Jr. texted right after that and said we forgot to do that. So, yeah, uh, he's decent. So I, I wanted to, to feed those to the fans and the drivers and the crew members watching this. Here's some Wild West shootout trends uh, as we head into the events this uh, Saturday and Sunday. Before we hit the commercial, did you know that Bomb Chevy Buick in Central Illinois, it's a number one dealer in Central Illinois, and it's been family-owned for almost 100 years since 1928. And I'm not just saying this. They are... Some of the most incredible people in the car and truck game that I've ever met. Hit their website right now, Baum Chevy Buick. That's B-A-U-M, ChevyBuick.com. And if you buy a car or truck there, Derek, or van or whatever, free lifetime subscription to DOD and Flow Racing. We sold two on New Year's Day this year for Baum. Happy and New Year's to those people Happy and their New families. Happy to Will Damn. and all those uh, excited. So don't forget, Baum Chevy Buick, the official live production vehicle provider for flow racing let's grab a quick commercial break and Derek when we get back before we get to turbo a very exciting game of what if that we'll be playing on the other side of this commercial break
Derek, I got a little a bounce in my step. We finally, you can tell, I'm excited during you the are. show. We finally have 2021 uh, in front of us now instead of, uh, or really kind of the year 2020 is behind us, 2021 is in front of us. We get the warm weather soon, so I'm in a little bit of a whimsical mood. It was a, a word my grandmother used to use, whimsical. I wanted to play a game before we got to Tyler Erb. But the game, the name of the game, which we will play again on a video cast before the year is over, the name of the game is What If? Let's lay out some hypotheticals, stuff that is likely to never happen, literally likely to never happen. But we say, what if it did happen? What if? And then Derek and I will discuss and kind of throw out our opinions on these things. Suave, are you ready? Oh, I'm thrilled. Okay, here we go. First, what if? Again, we're in a whimsical mood. We're playing some games <laughs> here. First, what if? What if, DMAC, throw it up there. The Rocket House Car team goes on hiatus. Whatever happens, you know, something happens to Mark. They just shut down. They go on hiatus. And Brandon Shepard says, you know what? We're still going to run the Outlaws, but we're going to do it in the B5. Where does Shepard finish in points? He's your boy, Derek. I'll let you go first. Quick thing. Can he have Joel? Or is the whole no, team? No, no. The whole ha- It's B5 team only, family owned. No he still gets first. You think so? He's been to all those tracks. He knows the Mark Richards setups. Obviously, he's been good in the B5 around home and other big events. I think he would do just enough to get the win. Now, I don't think he would win all these big crown jewels, but I think he could do enough, win 10 outlaw races, and get the job done. I think you literally could not have said it any more exactly than I was going to say it. He's not going to win 19 races, right? And No disrespect to the family car, he's not. He's not going to win 100, 100K races in a row. Exactly, <laughs> and he's not going to win the points by 250. He's going to win the points by, it's going to come down to the last event probably. He's going to win it by 40 or 50. He just has to finish 12th or something. He wins 9 or 10 races, Derek. I totally agree. Shepard's the best driver in the country. He wins it in the B5, but it's a lot closer. All right, we're in agreement on number one. Number two, this one I like a lot. Bloomquist and Moyer decide to run the Summer Nationals one final time. They're going to look at those throwback pictures. Which Hall of Famer has more success on the Summer Nationals? I'm going to go first here, although, Derek, I have a feeling we're in agreement because I want to bring, bring up my Summer National statistics here in front of me real quick. Listen, we did corn take, right? And I said, I believe Scott Bloomquist is the greatest driver of all time. The debate is between only these two. Nobody else can be entered into the greatest ever debate. Bloomquist is best ever to me. Moyer is a clear 1A, 1B to his 1A. But if we're talking about the Summer Nationals, Moyer is not only the king of the Summer Nationals, but everything about the Summer Nationals suits Billy Moyer's driving style and traveling style better. Scott never really wanted to bang up and down the road and do 40 nights in a row, 30 nights in a row. That was never Scott's bag, right? That was always Billy's bag. So if they're going head-to-head one final time on the Summer Nationals, and Derek, you may end up throwing this statistic out, but I'm going to mention it as well. Moyer's got 100 Summer Nationals wins. Bloomquist has 28. Uh, It's Moyer. Moyer Moyer outruns him. It wouldn't even be close. Oh, oh. Billy Moyer would like you said, run up and down that highway and put a beat down on Scott Bloomquist. A, Billy Moyer is currently, currently a better driver than Scott Bloomquist. 
you're saying as we sit here on January 4th, 2021, Moyer better driver. Yes. Scott Bloomquist has that injury. We don't know how he's going to be fully recovered for next year. But I just think Billy Moyer at these type of racetracks would be a better driver than Scott Bloomquist. And he has that mental grind, like you said. He knows how to do this traveling a little yeah, bit. And, I, I, and he's just, got Norris. And just see, like, muscle memory, right? He's done the Summer National so much. He's been on these quarter miles so much. I, I'm with you. We're two for two. I'm agreeing I with agree you. with you guys. Uh, yeah, DMAC, uh, chime in here. I'd like to hear Moyer by Moyer in a landslide or Moyer how, McCarty? I would say a landslide. He just knows more of those tracks, I feel like, better. And he would uh, – the quarter, like, a lot of the summer nationals are more quarter-mile, three-eighths. And I feel like he's better on those compared to Bloomer on bigger tracks. The, the Eldoras, the yeah. Knoxville's, right? How yeah. much would we like to see – how much would you pay to see Ooh, those? I actually thought about, like, just throwing out there, like, if they go do it, I'll, I'll pay the winner between them. X amount of dollars. Oh, so that'd be awesome. Soon, but we oh. may we may re- we may revisit that. We may revisit. <laughs> that'd be that. epic. All right. Third, what if you if can? If we pick, get this right together, then uh, th- there's only one answer to this yes. third one. Third, what if DMac throw it up? You could pick any driver to run an old school independent outlaw, not world of outlaws, outlaw type schedule. You know the schedule Moyer ran forever, Berkey, Mars, not not behest to a series. You can run when and wherever you want. Who do you want to see do it, and why? You want me to go first? You can go first. I don't think we've talked about Brandon Shepard a lot. It's Brandon Shepard. The best driver in the country is Brandon Shepard. I want to see Mark and the Rocket Housecar team go out there and literally win 50 races by not having to run a true schedule. I think he could do it. Mark goes to Arizona. He could win six. Mark doesn't have to run points. I I literally think those guys could win. How many did they win this year? 30? Well, I mean, 23 with the team, 31 overall. Yeah, I think Brandon Shepard could win 45 races running a true outlaw. How many summer nationals would the Rocket team win? Oh, like It's Brandon (laughs) Shepard. There's no other answer. All right, Derek, what's yours? I mean, I want to go back to the guy that originally did it back in the day. He hasn't. He's been running national tours left and right. He's running the Outlaws or playing on it. I want to see Scott Bloomquist, and he has to get off social media where we have no idea he's going to be. So we get that old, the old charm of him pulling in. You're like. Holy cow, a 10-year-old kid at Farley, Iowa. See Scott Bloomquist rolling. His dad's constantly telling stories about this legendary goat, and he just shows up randomly to Farley, Iowa for a summer nationals race. But he has to get rid of social media. That's, that's what we'll have to do. If they do it, they have to get rid of the scheduling and social media so we do not know where they're at. I, just ooh, like the old days. I think we – and honestly – we could, you know, if Flo somehow got involved in that, we could make it worth their while. No social media posts until after each event, right? Here's how my night went so you can thank yes. your sponsors or whatever. I love that idea. Can we get somebody to run an outlaw schedule and not announce where That'd they're going? That'd be epic. You're just like, where's he going to be at tonight? And then maybe like... The problem is these crew chiefs can never keep their mouth shut or the crew members yeah. or the friends. Oh, I'm going to run a summer nationals race at Fairbury the next night. I'm at a Lucas Oil at Jackson, you know, Ugh, for the Jackson 100. It. I know that's like the, not the same dates, but that'd be awesome. I love that. Love that. Final what if that we're going to uh, play for this game here this afternoon is Eldora Speedway vanishes. I'm talking a black hole either like it, it sums up and sucks it out of the earth. Well, Eldora- they're, taking me, they're taking me with it. <laughs> Eldora's gone forever. The World 100, though, they have to go on. There's a state law. I'm making that part up. They've got to run, Derek. What track? <laughs> should inherit these. You go events. first. I, I just can't I, think of one because my obvious choice everybody thinks I was trying to think. It's Fairbury, right? In Fairbury. I just don't know that Fairbury is big enough to host these. Like, I honestly think like what that keeps coming to me is Port Royal. Like, I honestly keep like, for whatever reason, I've not like do- dove into this a tough. Obviously, Fairbury would be incredible because we love it. But I think Port Royal would be a hell of a choice for these if, if Eldora vanished. What do you think? Well, they're like one of the few tracks that doesn't have a crown jewel. I was thinking maybe 
because it's a great late model state. All the Illinois people would still go to would be Knoxville. Yeah. Can you they, imagine so they, could, they have the facility to hold everything. The Knoxville Nationals, they can have that. And the World 100 gets combined into that. I don't know. I think it would be. So now they get the biggest sprint car event and the biggest late model Yeah, I think it would be pretty planet. cool. I mean, I was just thinking. There's some Eldora purists out there going, you son of a bitch. Don't you say Knoxville. Don't you put Knoxville out there, Ricky Bobby. Fine, I'll do it at Spoon River. <laughs> yeah, well, Spoon River's been great. Maybe yeah. facility might not have enough seats for it, but uh, It'd I think be, Port, I don't know. Port and Knoxville make the – you know, what if seating didn't matter? What if seats didn't matter? What if you could just do it at any track you're doing Fairbury, right? I'd ah. Making then, let's do it. The World <laughs> 100 at Mighty Making. We'll just make it into an arena type thing. But yeah, it would be Fairbury. Uh, Best racing. All the fans go out to Eldora anyway. They get it. That'd be great. But I'm going to go with Knoxville for the original. That was fun. I'm hoping uh, our ace marketing director, Gabby, can uh, can put these on social this week, right? And uh, it, it, we put these what-ifs out there. And I'm guessing we'd get some pretty cool responses. That was fun. Four what-ifs. When we get back from Speed Weeks will be our next video cast, of course. We'll do another set of what-ifs, Derek. I like those. We'll, we'll hit those a couple times this year. We're going to take another quick set of commercial breaks very fast. And on the other side of the break, Turbo Tyler Herb. From our centrally located office in Dixon, Iowa, we can coordinate your services with speed and precision. Our on-time and safety records are remarkable and illustrate why Hoker Trucking is regarded as one of the area's finest. Hoker Trucking LLC can give you a competitive advantage. Ensure that your freight is there on time, every time. On the racetrack or on the road, we deliver. For sure, they're the most dependable and most reliable drive shaft that you use. Not had any failures. They've been really durable and reliable. I've had nothing but uh, good things to say about them. We put up two new ones in at the beginning of the year, and we've gone about 2,500 laps. Really just kept rolling, hadn't had much issues. Been pretty nice. We just get a drive shaft and throw it in and forget about it. Basically, like I said, bolt it in and kind of forget about it. That department of my life has been simplified by QA1. By far the best drive shaft out there. They look just as good as the day we got them. Probably the best product on the market. I mean, we've had zero failures. We've never had a failure. Great people to work with, got the best hams on the market. FK Rod ends on everybody's stuff. Um, she sponsors events, but anybody that knows anything to do with racing knows FK Rod ends, that's for sure. I think it means a lot when you got people behind you that stand behind you and believe in what you're doing. Uh, like I said, it just makes for everybody to have pretty good success. Welcome back to the Kaiser Manufacturing video cast. And I was watching a recap of 2020 the other night on New Year's Eve. You know how Derek on New Year's Eve, they always have these recap shows. And they were recapping all the terrible things that happened during this past year. And one of them I'd forgotten about were all the wildfires that started in 2019 in Australia, but carried all the way into May of this past year. And it got me thinking about all of our American drivers and so many different classes and sprint cars and midgets that normally go to Australia and race in the winter that won't be able to go this year, not only because of the wildfires, because of, of COVID, of course. You have Donnie Schatz, who will be at the Wild West Shootout, many of the midget and sprint car guys. Uh, there was more than a few, including the guy who joins us now in the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline. He will not be in Australia. He will be instead uh, in the desert with us. It's Tyler Erb, who will kick off a massive schedule in January and February uh, next month here, this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. 
Turbo, I know that you love Australia, but you returned to Arizona for the first time in, in, a, in a while here. Six nights against some really big heat, really. Some really good drivers are going to be out west to kick off the year. Are you excited to get back to Arizona? I know Australia is fun, but this is a, a little bit heavier way to kick the season off, bud. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm torn because Australia is normally my vacation slash racing, which is like the best of both worlds. Like Caitlin and anybody will tell you, really all I ever want to do is race. So I get to do, you know, a lot of fun things and race. But um, this year with not going to Australia and being at the shop with Randall and Corey, uh, I've actually got to do vacation. So I'm pretty much vacationed out this <laughs> Christmas with the, like the whole nine, which I haven't had to do in the last three years. So it's going to be, it'll be, um, I don't know. It's just different. I like, you know, it's, it's good to spice things up and, you know, kind of change your routine up. And I definitely think racing before Florida, no matter where it is, is, is really important for me. It just kind of gets me back in the, back in the routine. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to go to Arizona. I feel like I've got, uh, you know, the best equipment and cars I've ever had. And, uh, I just, uh, it'll be, it'll be really fun. I, I'm going to miss Cameron and Justin and all my mates over there, but, uh, <laughs> I think it, it kind of sets us up to have a better year as far as, you know, being with my team and um, really just getting things kicked off 100%. Because even though I race in Australia, when I get to East Bay and Brunswick, normally me and Randall are trying to figure out how to strap the and stuff down. So it's, uh, <laughs> we're back. We'll be we'll be six six more races ahead of, uh, you know, the guys that don't go there. So I, I'll, I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. You have one other appearance at Arizona Speedway. It was four years ago. You used to do Arizona back in the day, you know, but before you started to go to Australia. But it's been four years and it, since you've been at Arizona Speedway. I suspect it'll be a little different for you now than it was then. Johnny Stokes now is prepping the racetrack. Have you been doing your homework, watching videos of the place? Uh, four years is a decent amount of time in between appearances somewhere. Have you been watching videos and kind of getting yourself up to speed on this new Arizona Speedway? Yeah, definitely. I've, uh, you know, I, I've watched when I went, I went to Tucson twice and then I went to, uh, the first year they moved it to Phoenix. And that was the first year I had rocket, uh, just a lot of different things. I really was wet behind the ears as far as racing, you know, going out and racing quite a bit. That was like the second year I ever ran outlaws, I believe too. So I was, I was pretty, uh, pretty green to it as far as, you know, going out and traveling and racing as much as I do now. So I'm definitely, more excited about it this year and obviously have uh you know higher expectations when i went last time it was on wrs's which to me kind of makes the racing suck because you kind of get one lane burned in and that's where you are and i'm pretty sure it was hot lap qualifying i don't know if it is still that is it i don't really know but uh it was hot lap qualifying which i didn't really like that because i'd never been there so i'm uh yeah i've definitely seen the track prep i've watched every video uh it's pretty fast from what i can tell and uh, normally has a little bit of a top and that's all we need to, <laughs> to feel comfortable. So I'm, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen it and Dr. Dirt, he'll, uh, you know, he'll do something to it. I, he's a, he's been, I've met him and spoke with him quite a bit here in the last two years, every time we go to Magnolia. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very optimistic. The track will be good and, you know, it'll be really, really good racing all six nights. Hey Turbo, your co-host here. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> question for you actually no because we've had we've done 15 swab talks i want you to ask your best rigsby question like what do you got for rigsby he always <laughs> oh, wow. he always says he wants to be on the show is there something right now that comes to mind that you want to ask him about the sport or just in general wow yeah i mean i just want to know what's changed i mean i don't ever see you anymore you don't come to race 
you're like a big show appearance. You only you don't unload for less than ten thousand. It's like where's Rigsby? I always ask Derek. I'm like, where's Rigsby? Is he coming? Uh, he's, he's he's busy. He's busy. He's in the corporate world now. Wow. So where are you? Where have you been? Is where have you been? Is this a is this a shot at me? Is that what this no, is? No, I did not know he was going to ask this. This is me. Yeah, Derek, you set this up with him before. No, no. Nope. I'll tell you where I am. So when I started Dirt on Dirt, I was doing 120 plus nights a year. That's a as you know, Turbo. You're still young. You can do it. It's a way to kill yourself. My job now is uh, GM, general manager of Flow Racing, is to go out and get as many rights as possible. So what you probably mm-hmm. saw was we have the Chili Bowl now, right? The Chili Bowl is on Flow Racing. So I'm the one that goes. Hold on. I want to, I hate to interrupt you. And we have the thousand win nationals last week. Don't forget. I just want to make that very, it was a thousand win nationals. Every race pays a thousand. Go ahead. <laughs> Correct. But to get those deals is a ton of time and a ton of negotiation. And obviously they're very profitable to the company. So my role has switched more towards that. I'll still host shows. I'll still go to the world 100, the dream. I'll be at every night of speed weeks. I'll be at every night of Arizona. But my random Lucas Oil race, random outlaw race, random summer national race, I'm going to go to less of those because my job is focused more now on acquiring rights for flow racing. I miss you. I love you. I wish we could spend more time together. But my role, I have, you know, Derek. Turbo's a big J journalist right now. He is like a big it. J journalist. This is a big time question. But I don't have as much time to do those events because I'm out there working on gathering other rights. But I'm not, I'm still around. Don't worry. I still keep up with every one of your moves you're making out there. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good enough they're, answer they're all publicity stunts to sell t-shirts that's what Kaylin tells me she said you got to do at least two of these a year or we're gonna go broke <laughs> all right so back back to me interviewing you now i like this a big j journalism question coming here too part of the reason i think that you're in arizona is because you cannot compete at world racing group events after the situation at cedar lake last year so you can't be in volusia I'm really not looking for a, a sensational answer here, but what is the latest on that turbo with your suspension when you might be back? Do you know when you can run world racing group events yet? I have no idea. I, uh, I don't get many calls from them guys, um, believe it or not. And I, I'm actually, that's my plan. I'm going to get in the truck tomorrow and I'm going to drive the first, I'm going to, tr- my goal is to drive from noon to 6 AM. So I'd be 18 hours and I'd put us more than halfway. Then I'm going to let cheeseburger get in and wheel it from about, <laughs> a.m. to hopefully six or seven at night and then that that downtime my that would be his his first shift uh, my first downshift of driving I'm gonna do my anger management class online I've kind of been putting it off you know just playing the waters but I feel like if I get it done then that's you know one less thing that can go against me uh you know I've had some of my uh more uh agitated friends have been like oh they're not going to start your suspension until you do your class and i'm like i don't really think that's how it works like when you go to jail and you do 90 days in jail and they send you 180 you've already done 90 like you know it doesn't it's not like it's a start fresh and i don't believe that my suspension starts when i complete anger management so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get that knocked out and then uh you know time will tell we don't the best team obviously doesn't go to volusia so i've ran two different cars last year's at volusia and um, it's going to be okay. We'll get to go to Arizona the first half, so we won't really miss those races. And then, uh, you know, the when Volusia after Ocala, I don't, I'm not exactly sure when, isn't it the 10th or the 17th or something like that? Yeah, you're close, we, right in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go to North Florida for the, 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 uh, races that Brad's putting on from Atomic. So I'll get, uh, I'll get my plenty of races. I think I'll be down two races as if I were to do the whole Volusia. Yeah. You know, the second Volusia. So, I'm definitely not missing out on starts and opportunities to win races. So, uh, 
No, I don't know the exact date. You know, I'm optimistic that it's the the day after Cedar Lake, but you know, crazier things have happened. Hopefully, uh, you know, you have your own series now that races at a lot of the tracks that I'm very, very uh, excited to go to, Fairbury places like that. So, you know, hopefully we'll get to go to the flow races, and uh, you know, we'll we'll definitely fill in our schedule on the ones that we can't make and chalk it up as a loss. And uh, you know, 2022, we'll uh, we'll definitely see everybody at Fairbury. <laughs> What's, everything being okay i guess what's so interesting to me about your next month you and jd and a few other guys ricky thornton now too are making this two thousand mile trip you're literally taking i-10 interstate 10 all the way from phoenix into florida one interstate the entire way and what makes it interesting to me this year is you you only have four days in between normally between arizona and florida you've got you know 12 or 14 days you have four days to get to Alltech and ready to tackle this Lucas Oil Tour. How daunting is that? How much extra prep work did you and Randall have to put in? Because, you know, you've, you've got some leeway there, but you need things to kind of fall in order and make sure, you know, you don't leave Arizona too torn up and then nothing happens on the road. Uh, how are you prepping for that, bud? Uh, I mean, I think a lot of, you know, our decision to go is me not going to Australia because in times past, you know, I pretty much leave the day after PRI to go to Australia for the, you know, month, month and a half. So literally, uh, you know, every day we took a week off for Christmas and two, uh, three or four days off for Thanksgiving. And like I said, we got to go on vacation. He went home and, you know, I went and saw my family and things like that. So other than those, you know, six or seven days we lost, you know, me, him and Corey have been in the shop every day. Um, lots of bodies have been built, lots of decks, right rears. Um, just kind of had a lot more downtime I'd say to to get things ready normally I get you know the stuff that I need to get done and then uh kind of let Randall take the reins but I think it's been good that all three of us have been here and you know we've polished our rig we've got spare tires for the trailer you know things stuff that I've never I've never changed had the stuff to change the tire on the side of the trailer just because I was like well at that point really you just call somebody and get them come fix it so we just kind of you know thought of all the worst case scenarios and i feel like we've got our trailer as loaded as it could possibly be is you know to go race as many times as we're trying to race and um you know it, it was honestly a good thing because if i didn't have all this stuff to do and we weren't leaving tomorrow i would be bored to death in the next <laughs> 10 days i feel like i feel like i've been dragging for the last 10 14 days anyways but it was good you know we just tidied up a lot of loose ends that you know you get to florida and you go test and you're like oh we could do this and this or i'll go to stevens and build two more bodies and get them wrapped and I feel like we've really been on top of, you know, getting all of our parts ordered, getting everything stocked and, you know, having two or three of everything. So if everything goes right, um, I feel like we're more and more than prepared. But, uh, you know, we just we want things to go smooth and never have to cross those bridges, really. OK, Turbo, we mentioned it earlier in the show, but we are bringing you and Randall back for the crew diary. And we're going to give you a GoPro for this journey you're making. But I want to know. How many cheeseburgers will Randall have in that 2,000-mile <laughs> journey from Arizona to Florida? Oh, my God. I mean, if you go off the last three days, he had one for lunch today, one last night for dinner. He had two two days ago. It was a bad day. I mean, if you just average one cheeseburger a day times, I think we're going to be gone for, like, almost 42 days. Like, we'll be pushing 50, no doubt. 50-burger. Three double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, that's like a number nine and an extra one. That's three in one sitting. So, like, <laughs> I'm thinking the number over under is 50 is what I'm going, right at 50. <laughs> 
Uh, please keep a counter. When we give you this GoPro and we have the video, True Exilator is going to put a cheeseburger counter. Ding, ding, ding. Every time he has a cheeseburger. You know, you said some, sure. you said something to me I'll I think is important, but you, you talked about Arizona and racing before Speed Weeks. I, you, obviously, I have a vested interest in Arizona, and that's why, you know, you look at Mike Marler. He won the Outlaws title the year he went to Arizona. Brian Shirley finishes the top five driver in the country last year. He goes to Arizona and has a hell of a year. I think that says something about getting laps in before just showing up at what was Gold Niles will be all tech. It matters, doesn't it? you got to do something before you just get dropped in the Lucas Lions den on race one. Yeah, you can't. I mean, testing is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Testing is really good. And I feel like, you know, some of the years, like the one year, the last year I went to Arizona, I drove straight from Arizona to Florida and I tested with Mark for two weeks, you know, probably five days of Lucia, went to East Bay, Brunswick and all that. And I was, I feel like I was super, super dialed in when I won at North Florida. That was that same year. But, you know, there's nothing like racing and, you know, being next to cars. You can, I mean, we all, it's like riding a bike. Everyone knows how to drive and everyone has a pretty good grasp. It's, you know, you can get spun out if you're not, uh, you know, if you let it get to you as far as how to get your car good and things like that. But, you know, we race 10, 11 months out of the year. So as far as having, you know, knowing what to do to your car and kind of being like, okay, turn left, turn left, turn right, turn right, give it gas. Like that's nothing that's, it's just the, you know, the cutthroat decisions, slide this guy, this lap, make good laps, qualify, you know, you got to have the whole, putting a whole night together is different than being the fastest car in hot laps or winning a heat race, you know, to be able to put the whole night together. I think you just got to keep making more laps in real time situation. And that's definitely, uh, you know, that's definitely the reason that, that we choose to race as much as we do, because, you know, when a one guy takes a week off, that's another week for us to just tinker and, you know, me to do better as a driver. Uh, there's not many people that are a hundred percent driving every single night. And, you know, that's the only way to get there, I think is to, to do it as much as you possibly can. Last couple things, but I listen to you and Derek's podcast. It's fun, and when you guys are analyzing things all the time, that's that's kind of my favorite part. So I wanted to hit you with this, whether it's Arizona or it's Speed Weeks or it's just the season as a whole, look into that turbo crystal ball for me and give me a couple predictions. What are some things that you think are going to happen, whether it's at Arizona, Florida, or the entire season for this year in 2021? Well, I'll give you the easiest one. Sheppy is going to win his unprecedented fourth championship right <laughs> okay. Wouldn't that be- uh four yeah i think it's four Deppy's gonna win his fourth championship um the outlaws on rookie two of them are gonna make it that's a no-brainer you know they always start with six five four two will make it to the end um my two that i think I, okay we could put it as a three-way one will fall off about july just because of his location unless he goes out with a blaze i mean i don't really know i'm not going crazy but i think gustin tony jackson um, and Ross Bales will be the three that obviously stand out. And then I'd say by July, if Ross Bales isn't, you know, leading it due to whatever the circumstances, he could be. But I'd just say he lives in a good area to run. His region is so good that it really doesn't make a lot of sense to go out on the road. Like Squirrel will tell you, you know, when you can stay around the house and race for good money, that's just a better better deal. It's more financially, you know, right. And uh, I just think that's something that'll happen outlaw side. Um, as far as Arizona, somebody's going to win four races. Ooh. No somebody's going to win four races. I can't tell you who because that's just – can't put the announcer's jinx on, but somebody will win four races. And then uh, I think uh, when we leave Florida, there will be a definite, you know, a definite point lead as far as last year. I think McCready had the lead and everyone kind of saw him do it. I think whoever leaves Florida this year will win the point. Wow. So they'll go, you think they'll go wire to wire or they'll leave, lose it and get it back before Portsmouth at the end of the year? No, I think when they leave Florida, whoever's leading is going to win the point. Wow. 
There you go. Der- and Derek, by the way, said he thinks there will be six different winners in Arizona. Turbo's saying four, Swap. One of you is going to be way wrong. Yeah, so we, maybe we'll meet in the middle, too. <laughs> uh, if somebody does win four, by the way, it's an extra $25,000 bonus. So, Swap, you got one last one for Turbo, I know. Oh, I do? Yeah, I had I, I, I've on my notes. I thought Derek. Oh, one there more, it is. One All of my <laughs> lead above. Uh, it doesn't have to be Arizona related, but whatever you want to ask, you can bullshit with your co-host about anything. I know. Okay, so we did a lot of Arizona talk. What is your favorite like thing to do in Florida during speed weeks, other than racing? A lot of stuff you can do. Well, well when the first year I went, when I was seventeen or so, um. I know I probably shouldn't say this, but I definitely like the adult entertainment. That was the first time I ever <laughs> got introduced to it. And I was amazed. That was honestly the first one I ever went to, and it was uh, it was crazy. So that was fun. The first year I went. Then the second year, um, I just enjoyed hanging out with people like uh, um, like Kate Dillard and people like that. We all would go out to eat, watch the national championship. I just liked the – really just the crowd, I would say. The crowd was – probably my best part the most fun i had i hung out with uh if you've ever met roger that used to work for gustin worked for russell he's a he's a wild card and uh he was a really really good time and then you know last year or the last year i went uh caitlin was there obviously so we just did a lot of stuff my family was there my family's going again this year so we just kind of all hung out and did things like this like like that but this year i think the main thing um that i'm gonna enjoy is trying to win and you know, cash and checks. I'm, I don't plan on going to Vegas or skiing or anything like that. We're going to be elbows and assholes uh, trying to win races, really. All right, buddy. Hey, Derek, was that an acceptable answer? I mean, I loved his first part of that answer. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Tyler Herb will be in that best performance motorsports car. Leaving for Arizona tomorrow, 2,000-mile journey east on I-10, of which we're giving him a GoPro. I'm not sure it's a good idea, but we're going to see how it turns out. I'm excited about that. He'll be the feature of our crew diary again this year, and then he'll kick off his Speed Weeks racing January 22nd at Alltech down in Florida. Turbo, I appreciate the time, man. Your honest answers are always incredibly refreshing. I mean that. So many guys don't give us honesty, and you always give us honesty. Uh, the world, the way that Turbo sees it, Derek, and we can't ask for anything more. Uh, be safe headed down there tomorrow. You, you, if you eyeballed the weather, any snow or anything up in the mountains, or are you guys pretty good to go for, for your journey tomorrow? It's pretty good. We've, uh, the roads around here are all thawed out, and hopefully by the time we get you know, around St. Louis or so, I think uh, the weather will be looking looking up from there down. So hopefully there's no rain that I believe we're driving through. So that's the main goal is not destroy our rig before we get there. And uh, it looks nice. We're not going to go once. I think we're going to go to Flagstaff in South. I haven't looked at Flagstaff. It might be a little cold and snowy there. But uh, I don't know. It all looks good. And hopefully we're there about Wednesday at midnight, Thursday in the morning, super, super early. All right. Thanks, buddy. Good luck out there. We'll see you on uh, Thursday and Friday, okay? All right. See you. Yep. 17 years old, Derek, in the adult entertainment. He's probably with Kovac. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, we're, speaking of Kovac, we're getting ready to wrap it up with the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes. Uh, but first, we've been talking a little bit about Speed Weeks. Arizona's first, so we have to talk about Arizona, but we're going to get to Speed Weeks. Uh, we don't get to talk about Speed Weeks, I should say, before we get to it and Derek gets down there. We have some Speed Week statistics we want to hit. Uh, Derek, 12 of 17 Speed Weeks features last year, one from the front row. How about that? That's. Uh, I bet you like four or five of them the, that weren't were probably at East Bay. I would say you're likely correct. How about this? Josh Richards leads all drivers with over $330,000 in Speed Weeks earnings over the past 10 seasons. 16 guys have won hundred grand. Uh, in the past 10 years. When you think about that, that's only 10 grand a year. That's actually not that much. 
Uh, when you think yeah, you always say you always hear the rumor that there's only maybe one or two, maybe three that Make leave money. out ahead. Yeah. So East not Bay, surprising about this that. one was the most interesting to me. East Bay will host a January event during Speed Weeks for the first time in what is it, 28 years? 28 years when Keith Nospish, who won three races, and Steve Francis scored victories. Derek, long time since we've been down there in January. I don't think I've ever heard of Keith Nospish, so I'm very sorry. But three times. <laughs> Three-time winner in a week there at East Bay. Uh, yeah. And like I said, going back to it, only 24 races, I've been telling everybody that's want to go down what track they should go to. They got to go to East yep. Bay because Volusia is going to be there for a long time. And the diversity here, 82 different drivers have top five finishes at Speed Weeks over the past 10 years. 61 of them have more than one top five. I don't think I would have guessed that many. I think I would have said maybe in the 50s, 82. And then when you look day. back on it, you're like, okay, maybe, because when a guy gets a top five at Speed Weeks, you're like, well, you know what? This guy's going to have a bounce back year. Yeah. He's going to have a great year. And then they kind of plateau off because then you do realize, okay, he had one top five, but he raced 20 times in a month. So it's really not that good yeah, if you only weeks, get one or two. Speed weeks can skew people's mental yes, perception sure. on what a season is because, again, so many eyeballs. But again, like Mason Ziegler, he won at Speed Week. So in your mind, you're thinking he had one hell of a year, which he did have a good year. But you think winning in Florida means so much more. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's get to those Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. And Derek, this one's completely random to start. Someone sent this to me, and I had to think about it. Scott Bloomquist was inducted into the Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame in 2002. He's been in 19 years. His career basically started in the mid-1980s, which is about 19 years before that. He's basically been in the Hall of Fame half of his career. I don't know that I like that, right? I mean, I, I, I think know, it's hilarious, it, but it's it doesn't silly, make no right? sense. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but that's wild, right? Half of his career in the Hall of Fame, he's been racing half of it out. It's kind of wild. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because he got it when he was so young in 2002. If I'm doing easy, quick math here, yeah, he was only like in his high 30s when this happened. Yeah, exactly. So, so think about that. I'm 38. So so maybe soon 2022. There we go. You hear that? <laughs> Kelly, come on. Uh, okay. A master's built, Derek, is the winningest dirt late model chassis in 2021. They're back. Pierce McCarter uh, got the win at 411 this past weekend. That's a nice They're little They're back. I like that yellow them. 71. Uh, Masterville's car in victory lane, so that was pretty cool to see a little throwback there. Yeah, Pierce McCarter, there was, uh, let's see, 28 cars at 411 this past weekend. McCarter, Hanger, Bailey, Troutman. I love the name. Did Drake you see uh, Jimmy Sharp Jr.? Did you uh, see that, Not Dirt on Dirt's tweet about 411? No, what he said. Saying, like, I'm pretty sure that over half the races that Dirt on Dirt does live are at 411. Who <laughs> <laughs> do well, a lot of and races. And we start there. Flow Racing Night in America at 411. Yep. Um, next year. How about this? So we mentioned the, the World of Outlaw rookies. Ross Bales, Tony Jackson Jr., Ryan Gustin, and Pennsylvania's Ryan Scott have emerged as part of that rookie class. You can only pick one, Derek, to win rookie. Who's it going to be? Gustin. You think so? That guy has done it before. I think geography, a, though. I'm with Turbo. He lives a long way away yeah, he's from moved to Iowa. Even But so. he's done it before with the USMTS. He gets that traveling. I think his team will be dialed in, and I also think he's just a tad bit Better than all those tracks and more diverse in racing, like racing at those type of race I got Bales. I think Ross Bales. It's going to be one of those two. Some of those southeastern tracks. Maybe they're just even money, both of them. Could be. I'd say they're both plus two, plus 150 right yeah. now. It's only a four-person class. Uh, Cody Mallory, by the way, injected some some good life into that Jimmy Owens team last year when he worked for them. Uh, no longer working for Owens. will work for Bobby Pierce now, Derek. Does Mallory make an immediate impact with Bobby Pierce starting in Arizona? I mean, anybody he's went to help. He helped out Boom Briggs for that summer stint when he was setting fast time in winning heat races obviously Jimmy Owens improved but that is going to be quite the pair the Cody Mallory and the Pierce's will 
I don't know. We'll see if it can gel because he's been bouncing around the last few years helping out different teams, but maybe he can find a right fit with Pearson Company. Give a, how about a mention to this? Your boy, Stuart Friesen, oh, will be making his I tweeted dirt, we're doomed. <laughs> will be making his dirt late model debut at Speed Weeks this year. Over under on best Stuart Friesen finish. Seven and a half, over or under. He's getting better. You think he's going to finish better? I think all tech, he's racing in a big block. I think he can get top three. Whoa! I mean, so, he's a wheel man. McCarty, are you writing down these big proclamations that Derek has made during the show? These have been some some rather lofty things he said. I'll have to make a note. I mean, Stu Friesen, anything he gets into is a wheel man. Okay. So I, I think seven and a half is a pretty solid. I mean, solid... I already doubted one guy, and he won like his first race ever. So I'm not going to doubt all these isn't, isn't drivers. Stuart Friesen, don't you think seven and a half is about the right number for him? I would say, yeah, right okay. there in the top middle, the top 10 run right there. But did you also, do you have any more notes? I have one more, all yes. Right. I got one for you. Okay, you go ahead. Go first. I mean, the man, the myth, the legends get an XR1 this year. Who's Weaver. That? Oh, Kevin Weaver so, is getting an XR1 yeah, rocket. So I didn't know this. Da, 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 yeah, breaking news. Breaking news. I've got the hookup between him and Mark. We're going to get him dialed in. Fairbury track champion. Oh, He's oh, back. Yeah. But, Weaver. I mean, that's a good pickup for Weaver, I think. McKay Winger is pissed about this. No, he, <laughs> you can't, he knows. Can't I'm just it. kidding. The dueling dubs. The dueling dubs, Weaver and Winger. Um, one uh, final note I have. the nine. There are nine, nine. Five-figure paydays scheduled in January or more than the total of five-figure races completed in the previous four Januaries and twice as many as any season this century except 2008 when Gold Miles did their famous 10 and 10. The point being, Derek, we are racing for more money, nine five-figure paydays in January than literally ever before. Have those in January. Hell, we have a $50,000 to win race in March now. It's just crazy, all these big races. It's definitely a good sign how racing's doing in the regional and national level, but I think it's coming back locally. One final note, Molten Speedway in Alabama, kind of a... I'd say a legendary late model track. You ever been there? I have, I've been there in the parking lot, never seen a race there. Molten is set to host their first Southern All-Stars event in 24 years since 1997, as that schedule came out today. Give them a little regional love to the Southeastern guys as well. It's like older than so. half the drivers that race now. <laughs> That's true. Suave, let's run through our next month one more time if we could. Don't forget, starting on Saturday, live coverage of the Wild West Shootout on Flow Racing a hellacious roster that we have coming up. JD, Marler, Pierce, Squirrel, Turbo, all those guys going to be out west. Practice on the 9th, coverage kicks off on the 10th. Ice Bowl uh, this weekend as well. January 7th, that event starts on the 7th. I think our live coverage starts the It's one of my favorite 10th. names, underrated name ice of the event. Bowl. Well, you're a big Packers fan, so you like that. Like and the it's ice just bowl. like bowl games, stuff like that. I like it. Ice yeah, Bowl. I do too. It's a great name. That uh, will be live on Flow Racing as well this weekend. And don't forget, Derek's Speed Weeks coverage, Dirt on Dirt Speed Weeks coverage, all of our Speed Weeks coverage kicks off at Volusia January 14th. 15th and 16th. Look at this smorgasbord. McCarty, what's your favorite of all these? Of all these items, what is your favorite thing we do for Speed Week's coverage? Uh, Derek's over here pointing, like, <laughs> say me, say no, me. No, do not listen to him. <laughs> I actually do enjoy, like, the drive home because uh, if you sit there and watch, or you, if you're there, I guess, and you get a little bit of a idea of what happened and then you guys kind of review it, it's kind of cool. Um, but I guess if you watch on Dirt Vision at home and then you guys kind of review it, it's pretty sweet. And then uh, I am excited to see uh, Derek's one lap, one beer. It's usually pretty good. 
Brandon Overton in sandals, please. Yes. Overton in sandals. I don't even know if I mean I would you like to ask take my him dad to, the, to do one with me, but you should take him to the beach so like his sandals actually fit in. <laughs> and crew diary one more time. Crew diary is my with, favorite. With Turbo again. Uh, just those are basic films. Films that you and Tim put together. Does Tim like it doing them? Uh, he hates every second of editing them, but he loves them when they're done. And we'll just have so much more from Speed Weeks, exciting coverage. And again, if you're a Dirt on Dirt subscriber, there's this little event in Tulsa, Oklahoma, called the Chili Bowl. <laughs> and by little event, I mean the Never biggest heard of it. short track event on the planet. Uh, an incredible partnership we have for a decade with the Chili Bowl. That starts on January 11th on Monday. Every single lap of the Chili Bowl leading up to the final CB&A, which will be on MAV. You can watch every lap except those final three races live on Flow Racing. Uh, we have a huge Who's getting the golden driller? Got to have your prediction. Larson again. Larson got – was I'm it last Bell. year Larson lost to no, – he won it last year, and Bell had bested him the previous Yeah, that was his ago. first one last year. I'm going – Christopher Bell wins. Is this uh, late model guys talking midget racing? Is yes, that we had to talk about it for a little I bit. I like Larson. Larson is not going to have this season he has and then go to Tulsa and lose the Chili Bowl. Kai, get out of here with your Christopher Bell nonsense. Right. This is Larson's world, and you're living in it. Okay. What, do you, uh, what do you guys predict Chase Elliott finishes? Ooh. What what main? We got top three at Millbridge, right? Well, that's Millbridge with like fourteen cars. Okay, I'm just saying he's Um, still competitive. Chase Elliott will make it to the A B C D E F G. H or G main? I'm going okay. D. Whoa, D main. Yeah, let's go. Come on, Chase. All right. The we'll champion, see. the NASCAR champ. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm aware. <laughs> the, uh, our live coverage from Arizona kicks off this weekend, and then just the next 35 days, settle in. If you're watching this right now and you've got your phone or you're at your computer or anything else, just get your, get your book. Do people still bookmark? Yeah. Get your bookmark ready. Get your Flow Racing app ready. Get your Dirt on Dirt app ready. Just settle in. <sighs> Get ready, Derek, for the smorgasbord of coverage. And the next since month. it's 35 straight days of racing, maybe some of the people out there get a treadmill, get a bike, you can ride it for 30, 40 minutes a night, get that exercise in because it's a lot of consuming, consuming great product. These last two weeks watching football, I have having put a good on a time. Few. I've put on a I few. I mean, I didn't want to say anything. Whoa! But. No, you don't. You look beautiful, Dad. <laughs> All right, I think that's all we need. For Michael Rigsby, Derek Kessinger, Dustin McCarty, thank you again. Ben Shelton, Tyler Urban, everybody. Arizona Live this weekend, Speed Weeks coverage, Chili Bowl coming up next week. We'll be back in the studio in February once Speed Weeks is over. Buckle in, guys. It's going to be the next 35 days. Thank you. See you soon.